we're all protecting you. We have we all have protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I was I so mad. Don't ever breathe. Don't breathe. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm not going to see Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. I'm Eddie Estrada here with my co-host, Armin. What is up, Arms? I'm feeling effortless. Effortless. <laughs> like taking a breath. Mario! Mario. We saw the return of Mario on this week's Roni, Real Housewives in New York, which is what we are recapping today. So thanks for joining in. It's great to have um, you back in studio, Eddie. I know. It's weird. It's going to be weird hearing my voice not over a phone. So uh, sorry if this guy, uh, guys, if this is like very jarring, <laughs> sit down, make sure you're like seated already unless you've already fallen to the ground. But they I'm forgot back, the natural sound of your voice. I'm back in the studio. The, I like this better. This is more effortless. This is a little bit more effort. But <laughs> oh, it's more effort. It is more effort. But getting here. Yes. But, but I love it. And I enjoy putting the effort. I'd rather it not be. It feels effortless. The recording itself is more effortless. Thank I'd you. Say. No, I agree. It's a lot less of me. <laughs> like, <laughs> hi, I'm coming in from space. <laughs> but yeah. So um, we're talking about Roni, like we said before. Yep. And this week we had a lot of romance end we had romances begin maybe be reignited yes maybe we had we had a, a, a f buddy situation with sonia that really ended kind of humorously but before we get into everything we want to make sure you guys are following us on instagram and twitter you guys can search us by searching hot in bravo that's h-o-t in b-r-a-v-o-d and make sure you guys are subscribed so you guys don't miss a single episode of anything. We did our other New York show, this one in the Hampton Summer House yesterday. Um, we talk about Beverly Hills. We do Vanderpump Rules. So if you guys don't want to miss any of that, make sure you guys are subscribed on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. And let's just start with the beginning. A very good place to start. Um, the breakup of Tinsley and Scott. Now we didn't are, see this coming. I mean, I was shocked. Shocker. Pretends to be shocked meme. <laughs> Absolutely not. We knew we even talked about this. I even said on podcasts in the past, like, we already know that they're broken up. There's already been news. She's already dating new people. That's the thing about second screening these shows, which is what we do. We follow on Instagram, we follow page six. Mm-hmm. Is that some of these events are spoiled for us? And like you said, we've known that they've broken up and like you said you pointed out this time it's permanent yeah i think it's it's really over you can tell the way she acted too like she was the one to end it she feels so secure and confident in herself now in her relationship and i think it's in large part to that attack on the boat kind of it really made her like boom you need to think about these things because like bethany said like it's he's either in it or it's not and you know everyone was kind of like dude Take a hard look at yourself. Take a hard look at this relationship. Is it giving you as much as you're giving it? And I think she realized in that moment that there wasn't the reciprocation that she needed. And when she she literally did the test, hey, come to New York. I need, we need to talk about this in person. He said no. She says, you know what? I would be willing to come to Chicago to do this. He wouldn't be willing to come to New York. 
that's an end to it. You know, I feel like it wasn't the boat conversation. I really feel like it was the dinner party. You think? Yeah. Even more so? I mean, she was still clinging on up until that point. Mm -hmm. And that dinner party conversation got so emotional. And she finally really confronted the situation in an authentic way that I think that's what enabled her, obviously, to go home and right away call Scott and make this move. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm happy I got to meet Scott before <laughs> Tinsley broke up with him. Wait, literally. Like, I just want, I want listen, if we have new listeners, I want to clarify, you didn't just meet him through the TV screen. You literally met him in real life. Yeah, no, I met him and Tinsley this summer, August. They broke up, this is October, right? Right. Because it was, or November. October, November, right. It's, yeah, so, because they were up in the Berkshires for Halloween. So, yeah, so I saw them, like, three months before they broke up. They were happy when they were together, it seemed. Talked to both of them. Great, great people. You were digging them as a couple. I loved them. Did you drink a beer with Scott? Yeah, I mean, I had drinks with them. Like, they, they left their stuff at our table to go get, like, drinks. She's like, do you mind? And we're like, no. Didn't you go to Coupon Cabins HQ? I also, yeah, I, I didn't go in, but I took... Uh, Honestly, you can't come out. I love how, Eddie, you are such a big Bravo stan that you are in Chicago and you're like, one of my tourist stops is going to Coupon Cabin HQ. Okay, Okay. no, that was not what happened at all. I just have the luck of the Bravo. The place I had bottomless brunch at was right next door to Coupon Cabin. Okay, but for the bit, I just love the idea of you going way out of your way just to be outside of Coupon Cabin's I had to, office. I had to take a photo. I had to. <laughs> you know me. I'm such a Tinsley stan. Uh, but no, it was... It was, Yeah, I had my own little like Real, House of, Real Housewives of New York slash Chicago moment by running into the two of them and then going to Coupon Cabin completely on purpose. No, completely on accident. But you won't be a... A bridesmaid or a groomsman for their wedding. Sadly, I will not. I didn't think that would have happened, anyways. You know, I there only, was a chance. There, there was, was a slight chance. There was a small chance when I was watching Tinsley's purse as they it was as they went to go get <laughs> their alcohol. But ugh, I miss Lollapalooza. Now you're making me. I was just got back from Coachella. I'm still having emotions <laughs> about that. Then you bring out Lollapalooza. Festival depression. I am. I can't do these festivals as much as I used to. Well, you used to go to every single one year-round way too much, but... I've, I've grown. You know who isn't Gross. depressed? Tinsley. So we can move on because no, she doesn't she, really seem to care. I think she's... Like I said, I think she finally feels secure and confident enough in herself and who she is outside of this relationship that this was an easy break. She's done with the, the mess, and I couldn't be more excited for her. Um, Bethany, though, had a lover of her own, a, a gentleman caller whistling at her from the art gallery so it was a bird (laughs) (laughs) who pinched her butt yeah so sonia and bethany go to this guy's gallery it's called hunt art gallery because they're looking at art sonia's bought a bunch of pieces from this guy he's a friend and i mean the art was interesting like the rabbit was cool i get it but what was more interesting was that he had an entire like are they called like arium like not an aquarium, but like an arium. Right. I don't know the exact an ape, an term. A terrarium. <laughs> an aviarium. It was definitely different for an art gallery. That's for sure. It was. It was bizarre. And these birds were like squawking like no other. I. We need to get a gif of Sony like yeah. walking around like a crazy hoe. Like loved that. 
Um, then we had Bethany who was like, I'm about to be like in the birds call Alfred Hitchcock. Like they're coming for me. She got pinched. And my favorite observation was from Bethany when she goes, we finally get to see one of Sonia's stories come to life. And we kind of turned to each other and we were like, huh, maybe more of Sonia's stories are true than we have thought before. Because if Sonia said, oh yeah, I have a bunch of really expensive pieces from this artist named Hunt and yeah, he has an art gallery. It's actually a giant warehouse with all this really eccentric art. And oh, by the way, there's a bunch of birds right in the middle of this art gallery. We would have rolled our We'd eyes. We'd have been like, okay, yeah. We Another one of Sonia's stories. But it's like, oh, wait, this is true. How many of her other stories are true as well, right? No, I mean, it clearly made me rethink, like, maybe Sonia isn't as crazy as her seem. She just lives this super eccentric life. Yes. Honestly, goals. It looks like so much fun. I love her. I and we know it amazing. wasn't bullshit because there was the one photo of Hunt and Sonia from back in the from day. Back, there was also Bernadette Peters. They were fixated on Bernadette Peters. Maybe Sonia did party with Diddy back in the day. I mean, honestly, I believe it. And John John, as she said. Puff Daddy really loves the I, I used to party with John John, Candy, and Madonna. Well, after they go to the Hunts Gallery, Sonia goes out with Luann and Ramona to T-Bar, which I guess is like the place to be. It literally looks like where all the old people hang out in New York and it's like all their friends. Like but it looks very bar. hip. It looked hip. I mean, the bartender knows Ramona. Ramona's ordering her specialty vodka soda that she always orders. Tito's, club soda to the top, muddled mint, in a wine glass. It always has to be in a wine glass. Which is a callback, of course, not only to the many times she has ordered this drink, but to that video that she posted online of her making the drink. Oh, my God. You got to put a lot of lime, just a ton of lime. That video, if you guys haven't seen it, like, Ramona made this, like, it was, like, for Bon Appetit or something, like, for some, like, real cooking, like, website. (laughs) And she, like, makes her specialty cocktail. It is literally a vodka soda with lime in it. That's all it is. And she's like, you gotta put a lot of limes. Keep squeeze. It's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. I always ask seen. for three limes. Like, oh my god. It's, it's hilarious. So guys, go check it out if you haven't seen it. But Sonia has a gentleman caller come and say hello. And it's Michael, who she says, uh, isn't the type of guy you have sex with. It's the kind of guy you marry. Because she doesn't want to have sex with him. But she accuses Luann of having sex with him because she got super embarrassed when he came by. She's like, wow, you got blasted by him real hard. We can tell. (laughs) Typical Sonia fashion. And apparently this Michael guy does get around. We know this. He's a fixture of the Upper East Side. Oh, yeah. He he knows the ladies. He says, oh, I'm cheating on all of you at once. I'm two-timing all of you. I'm two-timing all three of you. Right. Yeah. And the way he introduced himself to Sonia... It was um, very intimate, very touchy. I mean, he basically like kissed her on the corner of her lips. He was trying to get it in for sure. And she shut that down. <laughs> and when she shut it down, he was gone. She's like, don't run away too quick. I loved that. He was like, I think I'm the only guy who's ever slept in your townhouse that you haven't like screwed. And she was like, yep. The, the New York scene is so small. Like they all know each other. Pretty much all of them have slept with at least like two of the same people. It's insane. Like I don't, I, at least LA is a little bit more spread out. I mean, let's be real. I can't go anywhere without running into someone at this point. It's annoying. True. And but you know a lot of people. I do know a lot of people. Yeah. Because I've been You're here an for outlier. a second. I'm an outlier? Yes. Hello. You've been around. <laughs> no, not in that way. <laughs> that wasn't a euphemism. Um, but back to New York. 
three or four of the ladies have slept with both Harry Dubin and Tom D'Agostino. Those are just two men that we've seen on the show. Yeah, how many more are there out there? This Michael guy seems like a candidate. Well, I mean, Luann only, really liked only, him. She was like, he's so handsome. Well, only Luann has loved with him. And then Sony was like, well, he's old. Maybe he's good. At, sorry, Luann, if you've screwed him. Like, it's not my type. And it's like. And poor Michael was right there. Right when she there. Said that. Uh, these ladies are just talking about people right, behind, right in front of their faces, not even behind their back anymore. Um, but I wasn't as excited for Michael as I was for the one, the only Mario, Ramona's ex husband, showed up at Taking the bar. Taking a breath. So if you guys don't know what Armin is singing, <laughs> I can't even remember. What season was it? Season, season six, episode 18. Okay, because he just watched it. Uh, <laughs> it's when Mario serenades Ramona. And it is... And an entire crowd. And an entire crowd of people. It's not just Ramona. Yeah, it's like a big auditorium. You see Harry Dubin chowing down on a chicken wing. <laughs> Kristen Takeman's even eaten. Yep. No one's screaming Giovanni at him, and he just has his no moment to shine. And, and it, he sings and, effortless effortlessly it's insane you effortlessly guys, sings effortless you guys really need to go check it out we posted it on our twitter on yeah. hot and bravoed and it is it's the whole scene is just bizarre it's like it takes your breath away it's it does and it's old school roni which is always fun to watch so my favorite part about it is how it ends when he goes it's effortless <laughs> he just speaks yeah but it's great i loved that mario came bearing gifts he, he had he had the ghosts of Ramona's past, which I was dying about. He not only brought turtles from the Turtle Time era, but he had the True Faith jewelry T-shirt, and then they even had a throwback to her and Bethany at like Central Park taking photos in this shirt, like from like I think almost season like, three, like either season three or season one. Like it was ages ago. Yeah, long time ago. But I mean. It was fun to see those little tokens from Ramona's many failed businesses. <laughs> I mean, let's not even get into Sonia's, but like, right. I mean, I, I thought it was really cute and it almost seems like Mario's like trying to get back with Ramona. They have a little there flirtatious was like flirting. thing going on. Ramona claims that she's like not trying to get back with him, but she's a Scorpio. Like we know that bitch would hop on that the moment she had the chance. I think they're fuck buddies. A hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, they were all over each other. Most they were Scorpios married for 17 exes. years. Or sorry, longer, right? Yeah, 20 years. Yeah. They were married for 20 years. Oh, of course they're She married later in life. She wanted it to be forever, but things changed. <laughs> and then Mario's whole thing about the renewable contracts. Which Luann loved. Luann loved it. And they kind of like looked at each other. Well, no, that was because she asked if those two would be renewing. And he right. was, then they, Ramona denied yeah right she shot it down she's totally going to get back together with him i don't know about that because i think he did hurt her but if you remember mario and ramona always touted their amazing sex life as they put it they had sex all the time nonstop. and i remember when ramona was breaking down about divorcing him she said like oh yeah we had such a compatible sex life that was one of the things she was really bummed about so I mean, it's, let's not act like she's not getting around these days. She definitely is, but why not reprise Mario in the bedroom, uh, but just no strings attached, right? Like, I just, mean, that is like a Scorpio's dream. We've been talking about uh, horoscopes right. because we were talking about who is who is it? Someone was 
a Capricorn. We were just talking about right. Someone was friend. a Capricorn, but then we were talking about how Bethany and and Ramona, Ramona are two Scorpios, Scorpios right. on, on the cast. And honestly, that's part of our volatility. Volatility is that what the right word with yes. each other? Um, because two Scorpios can either be are like either a perfect match or they're like totally at odds. Totally at odds. I there's I've only met a handful of Scorpios in my life, and most of them I hated. Some of them I consider like true enemies of the state of Eddie. <laughs> like, and I get it. But like at the same time, you could be friends with them and like put up with them because you get them, you understand it. But as I was saying, I think she would a hundred percent do the no strings attached. Yes. Go back to what she knew and live that life and have that journey for herself. I do have a confession. What? I'm pissed at Mario. Why? I'm really pissed. Why? He didn't bring Ramona Pino Grigio. I mean, you don't think she doesn't have that stocked up at her house? We've been trying to track it down for years now, Eddie. What, I know. three or four years at least? We There's like no one has it anymore. No one has it. No one has if it. If Mario is listening, Mario, I'm mad at you right now, but I will sing effortless. I'll do whatever you want, Mario. Give me some Ramona Pino Grigio. I mean, if you got it. I've found all the Vanderpump drinks. We've had all the Vanderpump drinks. We, I mean, I've even had Mix Moscato, Nicki Minaj's failed drink line. We've had Bethany's stuff. We've had Bethany's yes. stuff. A lot. I used to get Bethany's popcorn, the skinny uh, girl popcorn. I mean, Bethany, you can't. Bethany has everything under the sun and more. But I mean, I don't think we're going to get some Pinot Grigio anytime soon because I think Ramona just keeps that to herself. Come on. It must be effortless to do it. Let's talk about something that seemed effortless for one, but not effortless for the other. And that was the circus. So Tinsley is going to be the, like the ringmaster for the circus or whatever in New York. Didn't even know they had this. This is like like the most out of nowhere storyline in Rony history. Bizarre. Dorinda is so jealous that Tinsley gets to be ringmaster. Dorinda's like, I was made for the circus. The circus is my calling. And she was not lying. She's gung ho about it. So basically they're going to do this trapeze thing. And, Tinsley's nervous, which is understandable. I would be freaked out too. I'd be like, whoever's the bravest, just go. Dorinda can't run quick enough to that ladder. She climbs up it and just starts. She loves it. I could see like Dorinda actually going back and doing lessons. Yeah. Because I know, I know people who have done trapeze lessons. Like in San Francisco, they have like a circus place that you can go to. I'm sure there's one in LA too. Right. Where you can like, do it for fun and like take classes. I can see Dorinda being like, this is my new soul cycle trapeze. And if you forgot Dorinda back in the day, she used to teach those like gym classes. Mm -hmm. Remember? And Mm -hmm. her and Bethany had that whole little moment when Dorinda in the party bus was leading basically an impromptu dancing sort of class. So Dorinda, like low key loves these kind of physical activities. We just don't see it on the show mm-hmm. very often. Um, I don't know if they edit it out or they just don't go filming with her with that kind of stuff. Um, but obviously she doesn't teach classes anymore. Yeah. But she's got that in her. I mean, it looks like we're going to see it from the mid season trailer. She's doing that like eighties workout class, like the thrusting. Oh, I must've missed it. That's oh, cool. So we're going to see that again. Yes. So we're going to see that side. But no, I, I mean, I love her back doing to the her trapeze. Roots. Very cool. Tinsley also did the trapeze. She cried, not because she was scared, but because she was so proud of herself and her father would be so proud of her for doing the trapeze at the circus. She was overwhelmed. It's the little things, I guess. I'm excited to see Tinsley's circus debut. Me too. I think it's going to be cute. I think it's going to be fun. And I feel like she's very 
confident now. And I think we're going to see a different side of her for the second half, this back half. And I, I think it's going to be really good. So I'm, I'm excited for Tinsley. Um, Dorinda, even though she was able to do the trapeze and deal with the clowns there, there was another clown she had to deal with. And that was Ramona. Ramona basically invited Dorinda to this charity, the angel ball. And they were seated at table 62, but Ramona got a better offer at the last minute and sat at table 61. Told, told Dorinda not to bring John, by the way. Yeah. Dorinda was going to bring John and Ramona said, I want to do a girl's night. Which, by the way, Jill Zarin was at, but they cut the entire scene. Jill was not featured and she looks like she was supposed to be featured. We saw her in the previews. Is that going to be another event or did they just cut it out entirely last minute? I don't minute? know. I hope you, you know how much I love... I love Jill Zarin. I need to see her back. It must be another event then. I would it be shocked be. if they put Jill Zarin in the season trailer and then just cut her out of the show entirely. That wouldn't make sense. But anyway, back to the controversy. I, yeah, unless something happened. So, unless something happened, but what, what could happen? Who knows? There could be a contract thing. They could have cut her last minute. But let's hope not. Okay. Let's hope not. So, like you said, Ramona invites Dorinda. Mm-hmm. Also... Tells Dorinda not to bring John. So she's by herself. <laughs> so she's by... Well, presumably she's with Ramona. She's not by herself. She's supposed to well, be with Ramona. Well, she thinks she's going to be, but that's not the case. Because Ramona ditches her for the better offer. Then talks to Page Six and says they all had individual tickets so they wouldn't be seated together anyways. Which isn't true. And the editors do an amazing job of continuously flashing back to the moment because... As Ramona is trying to defend herself to Dorinda, she keeps saying, they told me it was table 61. They told me it was table 61. And then we kept getting the moment where the people were actually telling Ramona, you are at table 62. You both are at table 62. But as Sonia pointed out, apparently there was a social climbing situation, situation, opportunity. And Ramona's like, ooh, I want to take that social climbing opportunity. There were more famous people, I guess, at table 61. She ditches Dorinda, goes and sits at table 61 while Dorinda's left alone for this entire event. She apparently doesn't know anybody at her table, but later she's able to find some old friends from London. London, yeah. Ramona! Well... She's so selfish! What got me was, like, even after everything in her confessional, she's like, well, maybe... It wasn't my fault. Maybe it was the people who were running the event that did it. And they told her that I knew it was 62, even though it was 61. And they were just trying to flick the mess off of them onto me. That's what happened. They were trying to save their own butts. And they they lied to Dorinda. It's like, bitch, we just saw the tapes. We got the receipts right in front of us. Use a liar. And I don't know if they've ever been like this persistent with they've the gotten back. all the editors on all the shows have gotten way more aggressive they're like we are not about fake news here we are yeah. ready to show the truth i think it was replayed like four times every single time ramona would say they told me 61 they would replay it 62 you're at table 62 no it was 61 62 62 61 62 it was so funny um but it's funny you brought up that excuse she had two other excuses in her confessionals i swear she was probably just trying trying to try them all out and, and see which one sticks and was hoping yeah they would just choose one 
It was so absurd. She had three total excuses. She is telling Dorinda a different one, which is that she was told it was Table 61, but I'm sure later on, while she's being interviewed by the producers for the confessionals, she realized, oh, they have the tapes. I'm screwed. So she's trying to think of another excuse. God. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens at the reunion because I feel like this is going to be brought up again because Ramona's a liar. Ramona Uh, also shoves Dorinda in the process. (laughs) Yeah, that was crazy. Like, she got physical. She's the one in the wrong and she's shoving Dorinda. I mean... It was bad. I haven't seen that from a housewife in a long time. But it ended up okay. It ended up okay. Dorinda forgives her, and they're totally cool. Yeah. I mean, they're closer friends than that. I think Dorinda just needed to say her piece and get everything out. um, Because... What'd she say? It's the same old song and dance with Ramona. Nothing new. So she just wanted to, like you said, say her piece, express how she felt, because Ramona did screw her over. And... Ramona's going to do her thing. Deny, 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 give you a bullshit apology, and then you move on. I mean, that's just the Ramona way. Like, let's be real. That's um, the Ramona coaster, right? It's the Ramona coaster. Not so effortless. Um, But Ramona has another run-in. Speaking of the Ramona coaster. Yeah, with someone else at the party, which is Barbara, who, by the way, I was liking Barbara, but now I'm not liking Barbara. Like, we were talking about this. Like, she, something's not sticking for me. She seems nervous to me. Yeah, it's almost like she knows she doesn't fit in and she's like, she's too, she's not throwing herself in the mix. Yes, and she's very like self-conscious to me. She's very, she's self-aware, but to the point where it's noticeable. Yeah. It's not like, oh, she's self-aware and she's like, it's like, oh, she's just still being her natural self. She's just more self-aware. It's like, she doesn't realize that the cameras are there and she's like being too calculated. Yep. Like the whole thing. So Ramona, I could feel the weight of the cameras on her. Actually, yes. that's how I feel. That's that's she's so coming true. across as robotic, and in that whole scene with Ramona, she didn't want to like fully confront it, but she wanted to like manipulate Ramona into like talking, talking about, about it. it. Like, yeah, that was so weird. She didn't straight up apologize. She was like, "Well, we should go shopping, and you should tell me how what dress I should wear." But I did love the Ramona stinger singer being like right back, yep. like saying like. Oh, you don't like me? She's like, well, now you're known for the wrap dresses. Like, you wear wrap yeah. dresses. And she's like, I don't think I've worn this before. She's like, well, you have. You should get a better sense of style. <laughs> like, okay, last season, Ramona, do you remember your Mariah Carey crazy slicked back ponytail look? Like, that was pushing it. I Give her her wrap dresses. Let her, let her have that, at least. And if you remember, the scene started awkwardly with... Barbara going up to Ramona, not about shopping, but she says something like, I'm leaving, by the way. At one. At yeah. one. If you want to talk. If you want to talk. Yeah. I'm going to a construction site at one. So if you want to talk, I'm here for like another hour. It's like, Barbara, just talk to her. This is the perfect moment. You two are alone. It was very passive aggressive. I didn't like it. But I don't think she was being authentically passive aggressive. I think she... Again, I could feel Something's the weight of the cameras on her. her. Yeah. That, that's what I'm feeling. And it's just weird. And it's kind of like what happened in the Berkshires. You can feel her not wanting to engage, in, fr- in, in my opinion, in front of the cameras. No. Um, may- maybe that's not it. Uh, maybe she's going through something in her personal life and she's just not there mentally. She's not present. Um, but to me, it kind of seems like she's trying to keep it safe in front of the cameras. I agree. Um, and that's not what Roni's about. And that's not what Roni's about. It's no. the complete opposite. Um, 
But Barbara does make up with Dorinda. That was a good moment for her. I mean, she realizes that, like, there's no reason to fight. Like, clearly she's being manipulated by Luann, who will... I want to get into Luann after this for a second, because we saw some stuff in the mid-season trailer that, like, I want to talk about before we end this. Um, But, yeah, I mean... There was no reason to have that fight in the first place. Quick like, comment on Barbara and Dorinda. Barbara f- seems a lot more natural with Dorinda. Because they've been friends for so long. Which exactly. Is why, which is why they squashed this beef. Yes. And it's so like... So I wonder if Barbara's also feeling uncomfortable with new people. That plus could be the it. cameras. And it's like, let's be real. Her and Ramona already have a storied past, according to both <laughs> <Right>. of them. <laughs> so I feel like her nervousness of like, Ramona's going to take me down because like, let's be real. Sony was right. Ramona will kill you in your sleep. Yeah. I'd be nervous to like, be like confront something about anything with Ramona, especially if I said, I straight up don't like her. Like, I mean, oh, I'm not a fan. Ramona is screwing over Dorinda, her friend of 20 years. So what is she going to do to Barbara? Exactly. Who she has met 15 plus times and can't remember her name. Chooses not to remember her name. <laughs> um, speaking of people who are delusional, Luann is going back to that state. Now I, love Lu loved Luann. <laughs> but when she becomes this delusional, like as delusional, she, we saw it in the mid season trailer, but we got the first taste when she's <laughs> like, she's at the, the makeup bar or whatever, going to get right. her nails painted. And she's looking at all of the colors and Dorinda and Barbara, like say something to her. And then they go back to their own conversation. And Luann just holds up a color and like tries to find a camera somewhere. She's like, it's cabaret red. Huh? Like, and no one catches it. Like, no, like she's in the way back and it's like the, nothing zoomed in on her. Like the scene was about Dorinda and Barbara and she's out here. Like it's cabaret red. (laughs) She was reaching for the meme. She, she's, so self-involved again. And I think that's where the problems arise. I mean, we see Bethany being like, it's all about you. It's all about you all the time. You never reach out. You never reach out about Dennis, which she has a full blown meltdown. <sighs> yes. And I feel so bad because I know it's just the pressure of everything that's going on in her life that makes her break. But like everything she's saying yeah. about Luann, I can see being true. And I'm like, I don't want to just, oh, she's not wrong. I don't want to dislike Luann again. Cause I think the cabaret thing is, do you like, want to come to the dark side? What's the dark side? It's the side I'm on. This is the dark side. I've been trying to get Camille there, but she can't get there with me. You have to love Lou for her narcissism. This is what I like about Lou, that she's an egomaniac. Now, does it mean that I genuinely like her? As in, this is the kind of person that I'd seek out to be my friend? No, but for reality TV, Lou is gold. This is peak Lou. It is. So you got to appreciate her for being a mess, for being self-involved, for I being really self-aggrandizing. Liked, I really like liked yoga. I loved Yoga Lou. Yoga Lou's my girl. Lou has like different versions of herself that are likable, no doubt. But I appreciate this version too. I mean, I the arrogance, the, the gif already of her like looking at her poster and like <laughs> smiling, laughing has already become iconic. I already tweeted it. Isn't it, that amazing? It was beautiful. Like it gives us great moments, and we can laugh with her. We can laugh at her. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm on board to watch it because I think it's gonna be great. But like, <laughs> she's gonna fall lower rankings as Bethany was at the bottom. Bethany's like middle tier now. Sonia's on top for me this this year. Sonia's always great. And honestly. Ramona was on the top, but like she's been just sticking her foot in her mouth recently and I'm not about it. 
Barbara's which, Barbara's not even on it because Barbara doesn't have an apple. She doesn't have an apple. She's not a housewife. Which again, I appreciate that about Ramona too. You know, what, like she's I, full bone crazy. Yes, like I'm critical of it, but thank you for being a hot mess. I mean, she is part of the reason I watch this every week. Exactly. She's pop icon. It's this whole stew. It's the you need all the ingredients to come together. You know. Yeah, you're so right. Well. I'm excited to see what happens the rest of the season of New York. Uh, Make sure you guys don't miss a single episode, a single recap by subscribing on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. If you're on iTunes, if you're liking what you hear, you know, leave us five stars. It's effortless. It's effortless. (laughs) Go to Twitter and watch that video. We'll put it on our Instagram probably too tomorrow. First thing. You can follow both of those by searching hot and bravo to H-O-T and B-R-A-V-O-D. Armin, thank you so much for coming on. How can everyone find you? How at, can how can everyone find you? <laughs> well, it's really effortless. You just have to follow at Armin Mahram on Twitter or Instagram. And I'm at Eddie underscore Estrada. So if you want to look at my Coachella pictures, like a look at those, you'll have to go and check them out there. <laughs> um, but we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>